we actually need a little shout out to Mr. Wallace yep. E Outline. Shout out Mr. Wallace E Outline. We know you're out there listening to this podcast. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you. That's 7th grade Bible, Jackson. <laughs> Hey guys! Hi! Hey! Hi! How's it going? So, bit of a different episode today. We were first ever guys on the episode, so congratulations. Thank you. I'm glad to be Good to be here, man. I'm here with Chris, Benjamin, Sam, and Katie is joining us for the guy panel. So, they all, we all go to church together. Um, if you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves. Or start me? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm- your testimony. Oh wow! Okay. Um, <laughs> dang, big questions. Really? Right? Just I'm not on there, right Jackson. Here. Okay. Uh, I'm Benjamin Drescher. Um, go to Briarwood Christian School. You? Um, yes, sir. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so like I've kind of grown up in the faith, you know, Christian household, Christian school. Just grew up in the church, but it wasn't until more recently that I've kind of found myself more devoted, you know, Laguna, and then. A very, a very moving D-group conversation I had with my D-group. Kind of like, I was like, oh shoot, I've got to get, I've got, I've got to get serious. Like, I didn't realize how kind of far I was from Christ. Very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> no, hey guys, my name is Christopher. Um, This is going to be fun for a podcast because what I have to say deals with Ohio. So y'all have fun with that. Um, but, and, um... 2011, uh, I moved to Ohio. I was seven years old. I didn't really know anybody. If you don't know anything about Ohio, Ohio is kind of a crazy state. Ohio is... Sorry, what? <laughs> <Down> <laughs> Ohio. Swag like Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. 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 <laughs> 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 it's so, so hot. hot. It's so hot. I'm so hot. It's 900 degrees. It's so hot in here. There's no action. I'm so cold. Oh my gosh. Chris, I don't have a short <laughs> the hot car and the, uh, my testimony with Ohio. No, so when I was seven years old, we moved to Ohio. And for those of y'all who don't really know much about Ohio, um, Ohio is not a very Christian state. There's a lot of very unChristian things that go that are going on in Ohio. Um, seriously, yes. I didn't know. That. And I can give you stories, well, many stories, um, about Ohio. We'll save those for later. But when we moved to Ohio, there was not a good church within 55, you know, minutes of our house. So we started going to a church that did not preach the gospel, and that's when I realized, well, I don't believe, I don't believe in the gospel. So I was eight years old, and I gave my life to Christ after a um, talk with my dad and our pastor, because our pastor said that not all the Bible is relevant and applicable, and not all the Bible is the inspired word of God, and so me and my dad, or all of our whole family had to talk about that, because our parents, my parents are really solid, I've grown up in a Christian household all my life, and so once we had to talk about the Bible and the inerrancy of scripture, it's then when I realized who Christ was and what he's done for me and how the whole story of the Bible from, you know, Genesis to Revelation, it lines up. And that's when I realized that I'm a sinner. I don't need Jesus for salvation. So that's when I became a Christian. And since then, I've been very involved in apologetics and I like doctrine. So, yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Sam. (laughs) 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 Hello, I'm Sam. I've kind of grown up in the faith my whole life, but it wasn't until like the summer between ninth and 10th grade when that's when the coronavirus hit that I really started realizing that I was not taking my faith seriously. I was like living off my parents' faith and my siblings' faith, but I wasn't actually getting in the word for myself and truly diving in. And that's when it really became impactful. Yep.
Let's go questions. So I asked on the Take Our Podcast Instagram for some questions that since our male audience is 4% of 100, <laughs> I asked for some male questions. So um, first one I thought I would just get out of the way is um, is that gonna be like super anonymous listener um, Benjamin asked, what's your max bench? <laughs> I guess you should go first. Well, um, my max bench is... 125 mm. as of right now. That's very impressive. It is very impressive, especially when you weigh 115. Oh. Yeah, you so. You weigh 115? Yes. Okay, wow. I bench 108% of my body weight. It's time to bulk, buddy. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I couldn't bench like 95 about a month ago. Okay. 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 Gains. I have not been to the gym in like nine months, but when I was going to the gym, uh, my PR for bench was 135. That's what I'm going for. So I, I, I do. Put the 45s. I just do running and push-ups, sit-ups, and all that stuff. I don't hit the big weights. Yeah. Imagine being able to do push-ups. Mm. I can't bend my wrists. So. Yeah, oh, would you have wrist surgery? Disability. I literally can't bend my wrists. They don't bend. Ouch. That's yeah. Weird. I want to get that fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get that looked at. Um. Okay. Next one. I'm trying to think. Some of these are a little interesting. Just go for it. Let's see. Ooh, can I ask one? Yes, ask one. Those those are all from yourself, but if you swipe, they're screenshotted. So this is really questions from Katie Springfield to guys. And others, but Katie will be named. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, your mom wants to know favorite cheese. Favorite cheese? Oh, this is so easy. Dude, I got Jack. this. Pepper Jack. Baby Swiss cheese. All the way. With the little holes in it. The white cheese. The holes. That's no, so, that's so nasty. That's so good. That is so good. That is fourth grade. It's so rich. That is so nasty. Baby Swiss. All the way. Pepper Jack or just the classic American man. You're not American. It's not real cheese. I hate the American that's like not the fake. Yes, it's like the plastic. That's what makes it American. Is that real? Real cheese. Real American made in America. But that's cheese. But it's not real cheese. Swiss American cheese is real cheese. cheese. I don't care. It's cheap and it tastes Munster good. and provolone are also good. White cheeses are very good. Munster, no, and provolone, the goat Swiss, cheese baby Swiss. With the pepper jelly on top is pretty good. I okay, pepper weird. jelly on cheese is. Uh, <clears throat> that is of taste, man. It is. Wait, can I say people's names on this? No, unless it's you or my mom. Uh. They're all gonna be like. Mom or Katie. <laughs> no, actually, this is from not one of us. How do you know when so- when a guy likes you? I knew that was gonna get asked. Dresser, you got this? I don't know. No, I... <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, we're guys. We we're not supposed to know this. Wait, no, yes, question. they are. Wait, that question. We're the only ones who do know this. How do you know when a guy likes you? Okay, well, I think it depends on the guy, especially. It depends on the situation you're in. I mean, if you're in high school, you can generally tell. It really depends on the guy, too. So sometimes, like, I know guys, they will be... A little bit, they'll be more uncomfortable around you because they like you. I think that's a good thing for a girl to tell is if a guy likes you, if they're a little bit shy, if they're a little bit nervous, if they twitch their hands, if they shuffle their feet when they talk to you, if their hands shake a little bit, if they like smirk at you, if they're a little bit uncomfortable around you, like slightly uncomfortable, that means they like you in general. Because like if a guy does not like a girl and he wants to talk to her, it's no big deal. Like he's talking to like his sister or somebody random. It doesn't matter. But if a guy likes you, He'll be a little bit nervous around you, be a little bit jittery. Um, so that's one way you can tell. Or he'll just be overly confident. If it's like a middle school boy who thinks he's that's all that, he'll be overly boys, confident. Guys, when they're, <laughs> they're in front of the girl they like, they get very brave. Their intelligence level crashes. They can. They can. <laughs> just crashes. Like, the blood literally goes from, like, just leaves the brain. <laughs> the, the stupidity level. The, stu- the stupidity level. <laughs> it hits the roof. It does. Uh-huh. 
I feel like because it goes both ways. They get shy, but then they'll also sometimes get like if they look in the eyes consistently. Uh-huh. Really no, I was about to say eye contact. Eye contact. I feel if like they, guys if, like eye contact. If, also, if they make consi- super consistent eye contact. Mm-hmm. That's yes, but if they don't like, if they are like really not make much eye contact, but they talk to you, it's like that's true. Eye contact, man. Eye contact. And look, I so I was at a Raiders getaway, which if you don't know, Raiders is the seventh and eighth grade ministry at Briarwood. <laughs> the drama in the Raiders <laughs> is crazy. Big things happen at Raiders. Big guys. things happen at Raiders. I have so many stories about Raiders as well. But the guys, they talked about girls probably from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. the next morning. Seriously? About who they like. They did. No, Jackson. No, I was actually going to be a question. The girl's cabin was like next to the guy's cabin. Uh, a kid in Raiders who asked a girl to be his girlfriend. And they broke up at the end of the trip. But he asked her to be his girlfriend. Hey, that's hey, a nice little It lasted thing. a whole that trip. Is, yeah. It lasted that a whole trip. That is longer than most junior high. <laughs> it's like 48 hours. <laughs> 48 hours, that's right. A whole 48 hours. Wow. This well. car. No, they played rock, paper, scissors for one girl. So oh, okay. sometimes that Calm happens. <laughs> hey, this oh is Google Sports. Is that how you get married, though. rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> Wait, it's the prize? Practical <laughs> engagement. Wait, how did... No, but it depends how on how the age between high school and middle school. Rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins gets the girl. Exactly. I thought it was rock versus between That's the guy and the girl. Winner picks. That doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> yeah, wait, the guy and the girl, that wouldn't work. I know, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I'm just... I win. I win. I guess we're getting married. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. First uh. pick. Okay, um, next question. These are some ones I wrote down from the thing. But um, what is one thing respectfully that you don't understand about girls? Why are they A so emotional? Lot. That is that's that's a good question. That is horrible. That is horrid. Yes, that's a that really is, good question. That is true. That is I agree with that question. I mean, question. it's a good question, but... Yeah. Do you want to know? I don't really know. There's an <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, we want to know, like... <laughs> might as well. Because, I don't know. We're just emotional. Like... I don't know. Yeah, I also... <laughs> that's I like no I, I've For girls, girl, so. like, little things make them way happier than guys. But, like, little things that are, like, sad make them way more sad than guys. It's the like. little things, man. Yeah, for girls especially. Yeah, I don't know. It's why do y'all go in the bathroom in groups? Why, Dude, yeah, it's why so weird! Synchronized Why do y'all have synchronized bladder? Like, during, during Sunday school, if one of us goes to the bathroom, like, I'm going to the bathroom. One I they, come with, and then they, we all go. The whole squad pulls up in the bathroom. It's not needed. I don't know. Okay, normally it's either, there's like three, it's either we're spilling tea, like we're talking about something. So, like, like we'll go into the bathroom and be like, security purposes. Yes, there's also that. But, like, I'm sorry, Briarwood Christian School is a quite secure premise. I go no, no, like, not like that security. Like, you're talking about like wanna... Six Flags? Six Flags You can get abducted. Also, like, to <laughs> check your outfit. Like, I yeah. feel like you always take a break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then also, uh... Yes, well, you'll have, like, I mean, I guess it's pretty much it. But we just like talking, and we, because girls like to talk all yeah. the time. Y'all have couches and like TVs in there? Yeah, that's y'all a good question. Y'all are in there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every bathroom probably looks like a Where do y'all sit? Do y'all like, do y'all like we, no, we circle and circle? No, we just stand there. In the middle of the bathroom? Like, yeah, that's kind of cultish. That is kind of cultish. In like the brown ones, there's like a little. I bet you there's like candles they have. There's a room, really? No, yeah. no, it's not a room. Well, there's the bridal par- bridal parlor, but no one goes inside. There is couches in the bathroom, so Jackson confirmed. There's that. not couches <laughs> in the bathroom. There there's couch- like a, there's like the room with the sinks, and that's where everyone stands, and like talks. I don't think I've ever seen so glad more than yeah. I've never seen guys in the guys' bathroom standing there talking. Yeah, that's weird. Never. That is so weird. <laughs> like you get <laughs> in and get out. Yeah, exactly. Like. What is the biggest challenge for guys in high school? Uh, Sam, I'm feeling I'm feeling you. Yeah. Dude, this is a deep question. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to like 
stay focused on the word a lot of times because I feel like there's so many distractors yeah. in our lives, whether it be social media or just like other people around us. Because I feel like so many people say they're a believer, but then they don't actually act it and walk the walk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like a lot of guys are really, really involved in whatever they do. Like, there's a lot of guys who are very involved in sports. Like, that is a huge thing. Every guy, if you're an athlete, like, you want to be an athlete. You want to find your identity and whatever you're in. Like, I know for me, I played the guitar and I was playing soccer. I used to go to Virginia, Spain, Florida, um, L.A., California to play soccer. And so, for me, like, I used to find my identity in soccer. I was also in a band. So, like... I mean, there's so many things that a guy, you can, this kind of goes back to the, you know, very competitive, very want to show off. Like, we really want to find our identity in things where people give us approval, but like, really, especially in sports or in like being in a band or something like that, something that we can point to and say, this is what we've accomplished, because I feel like guys, they want to accomplish something. And so a lot of the time, you know, we can find our identity in sports or in, you know, in being a guitar player for me. And not find that in Christ or I feel like um, we're in the church. Our accomplishments for so long. Like, <clears throat> That's it's like, true. Move on. Yeah, yeah. The pride really gets to guys. I feel like. It's recording. Okay. Hey. Are we back? Yes, All right. Okay. We're live. Um. Next question. Um. How do you think your relationship with God sets you apart from other guys, and does it change the qualities you look for in a girl? I feel like guys a lot of time what sets us apart is our language like i feel like christian guys yeah. need to talk different than other dudes because i feel like guys will just cuss like crazy and not think two things about it and i also think our actions set us apart because i mean while we're still going to be prideful our pride needs to play a factor in how we act so we need to not be as prideful <clears throat> and i mean when that comes to looking for a girl I'm, like you want to find someone who's thinks like-minded like you who's christian who puts the god first you know what i mean I definitely agree with Sam. Um, I think that especially in language of guys too, and what they talk about, because um, guys talk about very vulgar things sometimes, um, and like especially in their actions, as Sam was saying. Especially in like locker rooms. And especially stuff. yeah, yeah when it's rooms. only guys, it's it's. I mean, it's pretty bad. And there's actually a lot of things that guys do. I mean, lots of guys that I know vape from my soccer team. I mean, I don't think there's anything like biblically wrong with that, but like there's just like a lot of you know, slippery slopes that a lot of guys get involved with. Um, I think two of the big things that Christian guys that we kind of, we should look for is good friends, Christian friends, because especially for guys, peer pressure is a really big thing because um, bad company corrupts good morals. <clears throat> and I think the, the second thing that we really need to look for is where are we spending our time? Because I know a lot of guys <clears throat> don't spend their time, you know, in the word, at church, getting involved in you know, a good ministry <clears throat> in BYG or in, you know, good church ministry. I think it's important for guys as Christians. And then that really changes, I feel like, you know, what you want in a girl. Because the girls that secular guys look for, they look for more physical attributes and qualities. And I feel like if you're a Christian guy, you know, in Proverbs, it says um, <clears throat> like a wise woman or a wise wife is worth more than all riches and gold. Y'all know that verse I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. Somebody can yeah. find it. But it's talking about, you know, Proverbs how... Proverbs 31, I think. It is Proverbs 31. Yeah, yeah, it's like the good wife. And so I feel like, like the end of what book, that yeah. it is. I feel like that's what guys really... Christian guys, they do aspire for. A lot of them I know. These two guys here beside me, I know them for sure. That's what they're looking for. So 
Chris, anyway. what's your favorite thing about Katie? And then we'll go back to Benjamin. Perfect. My favorite thing about Katie, I could say a lot. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Katie is her servant mind and the way she doesn't look out for herself. She's very, very selfless and she does not think highly of herself. Um, and I know that's very uncommon. And she's always, you know, wanting to take care of me. If you don't know about me, I've had some health issues, um, a lot of them, in the past year. And so she's always trying to help take care of me, making sure I take my medicine in the mornings. Um, she's just very, very servant-minded, and she really cares about me and about her family, and even about my family, too. So I think she's very, very selfless, and that's very uncommon. I can agree 100% with what Chris just said. <laughs> Aww. 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 Benjamin, answer the question. Okay, so, I mean, what sets us apart? So, I mean, I just came off, like, kind of what they were saying, you know, with, in terms of, like, kind of the way we, our behavior and the way we act and the way we talk. I mean, I just came off the golf course with a couple of not happy, not very good golfers. So, I mean, if you want to talk about language getting thrown around, language was thrown around. Um, however, one of them I, I actually happened to kind of have a spiritual conversation with. Um, was, I, was not, I was not expecting that. It happened. It was pretty awesome, but um. Anyway, that's just, so. What just kind of sets what sets apart is like what we kind of expect of ourselves. Like you know, a lot of my friends that are either like non-devout, like not just not devout Christians, they claim to be, or they're just not Christians. They kind of have these set of morals that they hold for themselves, but they just hold that because they think what, that they think that's what makes them a good person, or you know, the whole good works thing, or they think that's going to get them to heaven or whatever, you know. But they don't have it because they, they don't have those expectations for themselves because they think, like, because because that's what God expects of them. Um, and then, like, you know, when I got friends, you know, when they're talking about, like, girls that you're into or when they're just talking about girls, period. There's, I mean, they probably don't see it. But if you look at it from a biblical perspective, it's got no respect. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. especially, like, I mean, I know, I know some guys that the way they date and the way they choose their dating partners. Mm-hmm. It's there's the, the, that the attributes that they're looking for, a are not good in the long run, and they're pr- and they're probably not even like you know. I feel like guys need to look for something long term too, not just look for that two week relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they look for things that's like you know, they want something that that, that makes them happy now. Yes, immediate gratification. Yeah, so and delayed. it's I mean. Yeah, it's just this that immediate gratification. Are you raising your hand? I am, yeah. Aww. I think a word to all the girls also, out there. I love the way that you keep talking into them. Oh, I know. <clears throat> yeah, hey guys. No. <laughs> I think a word to all the girls out there. <clears throat> if you're a Christian girl and there is a non-Christian guy that you're interested in or that you want to date, I get out of that situation as fast as possible. I don't care. I mean, I know I've heard this from some of my friends. Oh, you know, if I'm a Christian, he'll convert to Christianity. He'll come to church with me. Don't do that. Don't put yourself in that situation. It's very dangerous, and it can you can find yourself in very, very bad situations very fast. Non guys who aren't Christians and who don't have <clears throat> the same, you know, worldview and life view as Pastor Reader would say as you, they will get you in so much trouble. <clears throat> they'll take you further than you ever wanted to go. They'll keep you longer than you wanted to stay, and they'll make you pay a price higher than you ever wanted to pay. So I would say to all the girls out there, if you're a Christian girl. Looking for a solid Christian relationship. Do not date a guy that's not a believer. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Um, next one. Favorite <coughs> thing about growing up. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. Favorite thing about growing up in the church. 
Well, I feel like we've all known each other for like <laughs> a really long time, which is yeah. nice. Except for me. The, there is that fellowship. Ohio, it is like Ohio, Ohio boy. Ohio boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of, it's a really different kind of friendship. Like, you, ha- you have those friends that you've, like, grown up with. They're, like, your neighbors or something. I mean, those are great. Like, those are great. That's what I'm saying. It's so hot in here. Okay. <laughs> Look at this window. <laughs> is this cold? Yes, it is. No, because when we were, when we were at um, Sonic, the windows were doing that because it was cold. Like the oh, yeah, because I wrote, I wrote, it was hot outside. Imagine it being cold. <laughs> 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 I write it again? Um, I lost my train of thought. No, because then the, it leaves fingerprints on the window. It does leave fingerprints on the window, it does. And yeah. my car wash membership is about to run out. <laughs> okay. I don't have money to pay for it anymore, so. Fair. Okay, what were you saying? What was the question? It about, was, favorite oh, thing about growing up in the church. Oh, yeah. Honestly, having those kind of like, kind of having the, the, to mean, you know, people that are like, you know, they grew, they grow up in the church and they draw away from it. But even so, you grow up with kind of that Christian life kind of ingrained, kind of ingrained. Even if you don't live it out, you have a lot of the tools and a lot of that ingrained in kind of your raising. I mean, my grandfather didn't grow up in the church, so it's just kind of a weird small thing. But he kind of it takes him a couple minutes to find like Leviticus or something or find Romans. We've been doing that. We've been going, we've been going through Romans and, and, uh, and, and, Sunday, and, and Sunday morning. And there's me and Bo, who like grew up in church, grew up in this Christian school. Give us any, you know, we grew up doing sword drills. Give us any verse, and we could flip to it like that. I mean, that's just kind of one of those small examples. But the typical Christian uh, attributes are kind of already ingrained in your lifestyle. And just the basic Bible knowledge you already know, like yeah. the stories and all that. Yeah, <coughs> basics. I'm kind of new to the church. <clears throat> we move. I mean, I'm not new to the faith. I moved to Briarwood Church, but um, I think a really good personal example is, can I say a good thing about a very solid person? Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jay Shaw, and I love Jay. Every, ever since I joined um, the D group I'm in with Sam here, um, he has been absolutely amazing. He still calls me like once every other week and asks me how I'm doing. I struggle with college. There's a couple of college um, decisions that I were was going through that was kind of hard. I think mean, I think every senior knows the struggles of college. <clears throat> but he would call me every other week, ask me how college is going, ask me how helpful stuff was going. I think having somebody like that there, who you know is like genuinely praying for you and genuinely cares about you, and who's in the church, and like he's not even family friends. Like <clears throat> I haven't known him for very long, but he genuinely cares about me. Like Christ would care about me because of his love for the Lord and his love for. I mean, the people in my D group, so it's it's fantastic. Love Jay. Jumping off of Chris when he said about Jay, it was amazing. One time in ninth grade, I remember I was struggling with some stuff in my life, and I was able to just text Jay and say, hey, can I meet with you? And we talked for about an hour in his office one day, and he just shared scripture and prayed with me, and it was a very impactful time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, going off of that, what is – okay, these are, like, person, not person, like, for each person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin, what's your favorite thing about worship team and your best advice for someone like starting it? Shoot. So, um, I love it. It is, it's, it's been, it's been one of the greatest things for me because, um, especially starting off as a freshman, I mean, that's on, that was honestly what got me coming to BYG consistently. I was never really like a youth group kid growing up typically. Like I didn't do Raiders that much, but, um, I started coming, I started, I decided to start coming. Um, to, to BYG as a freshman. And then when they had the whole SLT thing, I was like, oh, shoot, I could do that. I play bass. 
And so once I signed up for that, they were like, they had, they had me coming every week. So I was coming. I mean, they, I mean, I had a reason. To, I mean, I know this sounds bad, but worship team's kind of what got me coming to the church consistently to youth group and whatnot. Um, and just kind of that exposure, just kind of that cons- consistent exposure um, really, like really made it, had a big impact on my relationship with Christ. And also just kind of, there's kind of a sort of, I mean, special like friendship, a special like group that was created with the worship band where, you know, you're there an extra hour beforehand getting ready and praying and just kind of, and just thinking about the worship set you're putting together. And, um, just kind of the relationships that came out of that. I mean, so, like, so, like some of my best friends are worship, are former or still worship uh, leaders. But yeah, that but that's one of my favorite parts. And then also, just kind of the perspective it brings, like for worship specifically, is rem- is just remembering what it's actually about. Like, that's one of the things I'm constantly having to remind myself because you know when I'm there doing it all the time, it it can it can grow numb. But then, especially being reminded of this isn't just a performance. This isn't just a song that we're doing. This isn't about me. We are worshiping the God of the universe. Like, we are doing what we were literally made to do. And that's just, like, a really cool thought to me. What's your best relationship advice? Best relationship advice? Probably overall... Okay, this is actually... I think this is the best relationship advice... I can give this was given to me a long time ago and I still see it. I think it's the best relationship advice. I think that there's two things. One, you can't go into a relationship with motives that aren't God glorifying. I know there's a lot of motives that you can go into a relationship with. They're very frivolous, very fleeting um, motives. <clears throat> but you can't go into a relationship with those motives. You have to go into a relationship with a long-term goal you don't have to it's unwise to do different but like you really should go into a relationship <clears throat> with a long-term goal and i think you should i mean get into a relationship with somebody you know pretty well already um but with the intention of you know eventually getting married so i think that's a good that's very unpopular today but i think that's a pretty good um rule of thumb and the second um relationship piece of relationship advice that i would say is um, that the other person and your relationship right now you should evaluate if you're in a relationship or if you're getting in a relationship you should evaluate the relationship and say how does the other person know christ better how are they closer to the lord or how are they you know i don't want to say better off like how are they how is their long-term good affected because of me and i think that this this sounds selfish at first but you have to think like what am i giving to them not what am i getting from them how can I give to the other person so that way they can live more joyfully as into the as into the Lord um, in a relationship? I think that's a very important important thing because you can be in a relationship and you can be soaking everything in for yourself. Because there's a lot of like <laughs> there's a lot of good things about being in a relationship. I mean, I there's a lot of things that you could take to be very selfishly. You could take 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 take, and that's a terrible mentality to have but you could do that but I think you have to really consider like what am I you know giving to the person for their long-term joy as unto the Lord mm-hmm. that's exactly what my grandma said so really yeah somebody listen to the podcast <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> somebody wow, did wow. Somebody, somebody did their homework <laughs>
Put that in, turn it okay. in. Okay. Um, what does it mean to each of you? I guess we kind of already said this, but what does it mean to each of you to be a godly man? I feel like a large part of being a godly man is sacrifice, whether that be sacrificing for what you want or sacrificing yourself. And I feel like a lot of times we need to sacrifice our own desires so that we can meet others' desires. That came out really wrong. No, that sounds, that sounds <laughs> great. That sounds okay. great, yeah. yeah. That's about it. Pass the mic. Mr. Oh, pass the mic. Christopher. Okay, so one of the things that men typically don't think about that I feel like we need to have is love. Um, one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. It's actually the first fruit of the Spirit. And then the first commandment that Jesus says, the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God as, no wait, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So, and the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So the top three, you know, commandments I can think of in the Bible or the first fruit of the Spirit and the top two commandments that Jesus specifically says have to deal with love. And so I think that <clears throat> love is typically a feminine attribute, and I think there's something wrong with that. So I think that we as men, we need to be more loving. Um, in the Bible, Jesus says, and they'll know we are Christians by our love. And so I think that we need to be more loving. I think that looks like sacrificial love, going off what Sam said. But I think we just need to love one another. We need to put other people above ourselves. We need to sacrifice ourselves. We need to just love others well. And I think there's a lot of ways we can love others. But I think something that men, we need to do more, and it, we're, it's losing, um, it's it's hold in our country, um, in our society, is love, because we don't love each other as we should. I think that's a feminine attribute that men need to, we need to cling on to more. Um, I think a big thing is, like, kind of just, like, kind of, like, the root of all sin um, is pride. That's kind of what I, that, that is mm -hmm. a conclusion I, I, I have come to. So I think the best way to kind of fight that is to take, like, all, like, all of your thoughts, everything that you think that mm. you're putting your goals towards, be it to the glory of God. Like, make that your entire life. Like, if you're, if, if you're, if your life goal is to be glorifying and honoring to God, and that's, and that's how you base all of your daily decisions, your daily thoughts, your daily words, I mean, where can you go wrong? I mean, you will stumble and you will fall because we're human. We're not perfect. Um, be like, what is going on? What's happening? I can't find my phone. Oh. <laughs> no, if you lose a phone in these suits, there's oh, okay. no finding <clears throat> I was just talking about the ambulance. It's like getting oh. closer and closer. <laughs> okay. Sam, what is your best advice for guys with sisters? One of the things about having sisters is you gotta be willing to listen to them. Like, I feel like a lot of times... I will not care enough to listen. So you need to first care enough to listen. Second, you need to tell them that you care about them and love them because a lot of times they have self-doubt. Not trying to throw the blame on y'all, but y'all do. I just got from the two of y'all. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. No, not, not from a, from seven. You also need to be sacrificial. We're going back to that sacrifice thing again. Being willing to stand up, always be there for them, always mm -hmm. be willing to help them. Even if you don't want to, um, give them advice. Traditional yeah. masculinity, I feel like, yep. goes in there. So I feel like we've lost a lot of our masculine roles in society. <laughs> yes. I have one sister, and there was a couple times where she's needed help. Like, she doesn't know how to... Um, I love my sister, Jessie's great. Um, she can't fill up the gas in her car. She doesn't know how to do that yet. Um, yep. She's 17. Mine are still learning. They're 18, so... <laughs> <Mine are> still <laughs> no. So I think guys, like... 
sometimes, especially in our society today, it is dangerous to be a girl. Like, let's just face it, like, it is dangerous to be a girl. Like, it really, really is. Um, and so I think guys need to protect and care for. I have one sister, so I should say sisters. But, um, I don't know. Protect our sister. Sisters. And make sure that people care and respect about them. Because I feel like a lot of people just don't respect a woman and how she's Absolutely. made. Yeah. Sam had a very good answer. You did too, Chris. Katie asked this. How many podcasts has everyone listened to? My Of mine. Okay, see, I'm really bad about starting podcasts yeah. and never finishing them. So I've started all of your podcasts. That's 60 seconds, that counts. But I've got about so. two minutes into them, and then I get distracted. Two minutes? Well, I would listen. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be totally Three. honest. I listened to the entirety of the episode, the, the Sonic episode. See, that one was, that that one was kind of rough. I did give you all a five-star rating. So. Yeah, that's... No, look, I'm going to go back through and listen to it. But I yes. them off my grandma. That one's lit. Oh, so yeah, it that wasn't one that one like three days ago. The one that came out today was good. What? Wait, one came out today? Yeah, I listened to the no, first. The one it, it has a bunch of interesting information about my D group. Yeah, it's really funny. Got and some beef. Breaking my foot. Yeah. That's cool. Oh yeah, I forgot you fractured your foot. Yeah. Oh, ouch. I, I, well, I fractured the growth plate and then. Did you? Are you an avid listener? Yeah. I had two and a half hours of a car ride. And, and you listen to my AirPods, and I listen. Right? I, I listen, do I listen that, to so. three on two times speed. Wow, two <laughs> times speed. Hold up, you're really dedicated. I can't imagine how that sounds. It is quite funny, actually. Yeah, because um. especially when y'all like start getting excited and y'all talk fast, you just. <laughs> <laughs> so the first 60, 60 seconds matter, right? Yeah. So Six, just listen. listen to sixty-one seconds of each episode. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, that's all that matters. I mean, it's good to listen to the rest, but it's good to that's to all it. you can get in. I appreciate it. Okay. What's your biggest ick? Slash pet peeve. Pet peeve. Oh. Yeah. oh. I was like, what the heck is an Ohio. You don't know what an ick is. Ohio. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what makes you like, ew? Is this guy like guys? you and a person? Like, well, like, respectfully. Don't be like, I hate it when. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is actually a good This question. is a given, but squatted trucks. Um, okay, yeah. That is a given, though, so okay, I'm wait. not going to count that one. In a, in a person, but, like, this is not, this is, like, very broad, mm -hmm. but, um, I have known people like this before. If all you do is talk about yourself that one. the whole time, like, 24-7, that, I mean, I think it's probably a given as well, but, like, if you're wanting to try to, like, get to know somebody in the context of dating, or just in general, if you want to make friends, like... A lot of times, it's easy to talk about yourself. I find that, like, to be, like, I mean, pretty easy, which is, like, kind of self-centered. But I think it's good to ask questions to people that matter. So questions you can ask, like, how was your day? If somebody says good, this is kind of what I like to try to do. I'll ask somebody, how was your day? And they'll say good. And I'll say no. How was your day? And it catches them off guard. And so I think it's good to, like, do double takes on those questions and ask, how has your week been? And then how can I pray for you? And then as a follow-up question to that, how can I pray for you, you say, let's say somebody asked me to pray about them for their schoolwork. Let's just say generic example, right? I could say, hey, you asked me to pray about your biology test on Thursday night that you were worried about. How did that go? So I think there's some like very intentional questions you can ask people that don't um, make you seem like you're talking about yourself the whole time. Biology yeah. test sounds oddly specific. Yesterday, didn't you? It's nice when people like remember those kind of things. Like, it is, ask. yeah. And then they like follow up. I think that's okay. That's true. It another means a lot. another like pet peeve in people is like the people who always like think that you're like 
willing or like not willing but like able to and just absolutely there to just kind of conform to them. Kitty, that's for you. Chris! <laughs> Dang. No! Shots. No! It's true. It's true. No, listen. It's true. Just, listen, not the not the pet peeve, but the um the person no. to whom the pet peeve is for. So like that so you weren't saying that about Katie. No, I was, I was saying, saying saying that, like, people, people, like, do that that. people do that. Yes, oh, you're the person okay. people do that too. Really you don't. Bro, that's you don't. Wow. So exposed. <laughs> no, Katie, on that one. Look, Katie does not cast all of her problems on other people. She's too selfless sometimes. <laughs> she like lets people cast all their problems on her. Yes. <laughs> no, but, like this was like homecoming. I know. <laughs> yes, she definitely does. She doesn't. Thank you. If I give too many details, I feel like people will like make connections and stuff. But like, there was a dude who like was hooked, like was setting everybody up with their dates, and nobody like necessarily wanted to go with these people. They weren't against it. They ended up going anyway. But it was like there were some people who went on dates, people that like they'd never met before, like from like out of town, kind of never met before. And this dude like kind of set them all up, so like that we they would all be like his friends, but everyone else was like didn't know anybody else there. He he had a great time because he knew everybody there. Except for well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that like that's just kinda one of my pet peeves. Okay. <laughs> Another pet peeve is people who never take anything seriously. Like there's people yes. who just literally mm -hmm. take everything as a joke and it's like like there's a good time to joke, but there's also a time to sit down and have an honest conversation. Mm -hmm. Like everyone that I'm close to is because I've had like serious conversations about mm -hmm. life and stuff with if you're in a group project with somebody, just split it 50-50. Yeah, do your work. I'm not, salty. <laughs> I'm not salty about anything from this week or anything, but if you're in a group no, you're project, you're salty. do it 50-50. Do your work. <laughs> yeah. The only time that's okay is when you and the other partner fully know that one of you is not capable of doing whatever okay, There are some like, scenarios where the other like, kid... That's like loving you still your partner gotta well try. enough to like tell them that you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I will do what I can... But this physics thing that we're doing, like, ain't it, Chief? You got I mean, you, you got this one. You know what you're doing. We need this grade, man. I will go buy everything we need if you <laughs> figure out how to make it work. I will fund it. I will fund <laughs> it all. This is like, I know I'm not like in y'all's podcast, but this is just like so are, generic. Though. You but are. I hate gum chewing. That is my pet Smackers. Name. People Smackers. who smack. I, I have uh. misophonia, which is basically like if there's Coming any in? like small noise or whatever. Oh, yeah. I literally yeah. want to like murder the person. Is Whoa. that the one where like um, cold water being poured well, you know. doesn't bother you, but hot water sounds weird to you? Yeah, basically. No. Okay, it's that really makes strange. no sense to me. You can hear the difference between I cold and hot. I can hear. And then like if my sister's singing, well not to just like attack my sister, but if someone's like making a noise or something and she stops, and I can like, or like she quiets down, and I can still like hear it. And then I hate that. It's hard. But you know, so that's definitely my biggest pet peeve. Or people who like run with their foot when they're sitting there in a chair. Like, you oh, know I what I mean? That. Oh, shit. I move my leg up and down. Oh, no. See, I used to hate that when I became that person. <laughs> See, yeah. 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 When you're trying, no, when you're trying to take a test oh, or something, oh, no, and like, it's in the corner of your eye just shaking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then tap their pencil on the desk during class. I do that. Uh, I do the foot. People who eat during class. I'm a pen clicker. But I'm, I'm, I'm a snacker. I'm a snacker. Oh, I just pop my knuckles. The people who tap their foot in like Dr. Albritton's room where the floor like shakes. Okay, that's like a nervous thing. Okay, my favorite youth group memory was probably from this year when we were at Laguna. Um, we were all just hanging out in this living room at our house, and it looked over the beach. That was last year. And uh, 
Oh, that was last year. And I don't remember who it was, but someone looked over the balcony, and there's just a trash can on fire on the beach. It's 2.30 a.m. in the morning, and we're like, there's a trash can on fire. Me, you, and Matthias. Chris, Matthias, and I run down there, check out this. It's hot. And really? Yeah. I got pictures. Oh yeah, I was. I got pictures. Videos of the fire. <laughs> it was insane. Jackson, you should post a clickbait on your podcast. You should. I'll send you the picture. The chargers you on fire. Put, you can put on your Instagram the picture of the fu- the burning trash can and be like, guys, check out my podcast. Po- the my guys podcast. messed up. Kind of looks about the burning trash can. Podcast dumpster fire. I yep. Another favorite memory from that trip was. Shout out to Jay again. It was like two thirty in the morning. And they needed help cleaning stuff up. Oh, and yeah. Jay just like hits us up. He's like, hey, I need chairs stacked, things put into the minivan, and all this Sounds fun like stuff. And so, yeah, 2.30, there we are, happy cleaning stuff up. It yep. was, yeah, all the boys in the room cleaning. Chris it was. Talking um, so, my favorite youth group memory is Jonestown. So, <laughs> everybody, the four of us, which you went, right? No. No, wait, Benji was there? Oh, it was Drew! I forgot about Drew like that. No, I knew it was Drew, but I thought Benji was there too. Anyway, so it was uh, me, Katie, and Jackson. We were on the storytelling team. And there was this boy, and I'm not going to say his name just because, um, but he had a really hard life. He had um, an abusive situation. He was in a really bad situation. And um, we were able to share the gospel with him. And me and a guy on our team named Grant, love Grant, um, fantastic. Oh, great. But we were able to help out this guy. Um, and if y'all don't know, in 2022, that was the only time I cried in the whole year was about this kid. He's made me so sad. So, but his story is so sad. Very, very, very sad story. Um, so yeah, favorite youth group memory. Memory. Right, I've got a couple that are like, oh, neck and neck. So there's one time at Laguna, not Laguna. I'm sorry, Shaco. Shaco. That was like. Laguna substitute teacher, and um, it was uh, me and some guys. So we were just kind of in the like we were like getting ready to go to bed. We were trying to pull an all nighter, but it failed. Um, and we just kind of like started talking about stuff, like just kind of like our thoughts of like what we thought heaven was gonna be like, and just where we were in our faith. It was like we got weirdly vulnerable for no actual reason. That's deep. It, it was it was like there's always those moments where it's like we were all like tired and delirious. Any conversation after like two a.m. It's, like, it's always at one a.m. It's always at one a.m. when it's so good. Set in my living room until like 4 a.m. No, like, like, there was this kid there who, like, we had literally only maybe known each other for like two weeks beforehand. And we were part, when we had that conversation together, and, um, not, and like, ju- just because of that, we became like best bros. Um, I mean, after that, like, we're like, it's almost as if we know, we've known, known each other forever. forever. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, well, thanks guys for being on the pod. That was really close. Thanks guys for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having thanks. us. <laughs> Hope everyone had fun. Um, yeah, anyways. We should part two it. Yeah, maybe we'll do a part two if you guys like this one. But, yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.